0: We are finding story of the past and now. From South Australia, I am a story tourer. From the sea to the outback, the southern ocean where the living sea dragon live, where the last sailing sheep of the windjammer sail along the Spencer Gulf. Where the last sowing sheep called in, and the namescape of the Fender Rangers of the Ron Hops and Sturt Dizen Pea flower off the upback.
1: Hello, this is Abby Toneman. I'm doing a podcast on my father, Ron Toneman. And it's uh, on um, Gavin's podcast, From the Sea to the Outback, and, uh, where uh, he interviews or um, he's asked me to interview my father. And this is a second in a series focusing on my dad's career in the motoring industry. So, yeah, thank you, Gavin, for this opportunity to spend this time and capture this history, which is valuable to me. So um, in the first... Podcast that Gavin did with you, Dad. You said that as a schoolboy you were very good at sport, but you were bereft of ambition, and and yet you landed on your feet in an industry that you obviously loved, and you had some quite incredible creative achievements through the starting of the Armstrong Five Hundred, which turned into Bathurst One Thousand, um, and also through your work as the editor of the Australian Motor Manual. And uh, you formed your own company, Automotive Public Relations, and you were the co-founder of the Australian Motor Trader. Mm-hmm. So um, if you could tell me how you got your job with the um, Australian Motor Manual.
0: Um, well, I didn't have any special training or anything like that. I just, just convinced um, the, the Keith Winsor, Um that uh, I could do it, had a great job for him. Um,
1: and then you did.
0: And did, I did.
1: <laughs> and just around that, probably the one of the highlights of your career was the suggestion that, in order to promote the shock absorbers for for Armstrong, that they create a race uh, to publicise the product. And of course, that was enthusiastically embraced. And then transformed into a much larger event that's now held at Bathurst and called the Bathurst 1000. So that originated with your your suggestion and uh, that's something you must be very proud
0: of. I am mm-hmm. I'm, uh, I'm proud of it.
1: <laughs> so um, now um, I was f- reflecting last night on the fact that I learned to drive in a lot of flash cars. So um, I just want to have a, a reflection now on um what it was like for you to teach me how to drive using those vehicles because i'm supposing that your your boss at the adelaide news when you were the motoring journalist there didn't really know that you were giving your kids driving lessons in the cars that you were test driving
0: that's true. that's true <laughs> um he doesn't know <laughs> and uh This this would come as (laughs) a (laughs) shock.
1: Oh, it's all right. We won't tell them. So, um, what was it like? Can you remember teaching me how to drive? And can you remember how old I was when I first got behind the wheel of a Mercedes?
0: No, no, I don't. I can't remember anything about it. Um,
1: Well, I remember. I remember the Mercedes, and uh, I remember an MG, and uh, I remember a BMW. that was pretty special, yeah, um, mind you I wouldn't be able to write it, tell you which one I thought was the best. They were all pretty good.
0: <laughs> there's stuff like that under your head
1: yes, yes, but they could still catch up with you in the future, what will happen to the cars that are electric vehicles, for example, if they put them on the racetrack and they't don't, they don't make the sound that the Combustion engine makes. They don't have that same loud roar, and they don't have a petrol smell. Will Australians still want to go and see these electric vehicles on a racetrack? That's
0: a very good question. I Me, mean, I, I don't. I don't. Uh, no, I don't know. I think Australians just will. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I don't know.
1: The world's changed a lot since the Armstrong 500 started yeah.
0: in 1960. Yes, a lot. A lot. Everything's new. Yes.
1: That was 62 years ago.
0: 62 years. Uh, uh, yeah. I, can, I can't I can just make up my mind uh, on the spot. Yeah. How do I answer your question?
1: Well, maybe we can come back to that at the end you might have an idea or two about what the future holds for Australian car racing. Um so um you um you moved to Adelaide in um in nineteen the mid nineteen sixties and you met Leslie, my mother and you had two children and um then at the time you came to South Australia you were working for uh, you came to take up a job um as an account manager for General Motors Holden, is that right? No,
0: for, for Chrysler.
1: Oh, sorry, for Chrysler. And that was with um, an advertising agency called McCann Erickson. Uh, is that right? That's right. I see, so oh, did.
0: No, no, no. Uh, that was later on. In New Zealand, I worked for McCann. Uh, in Adelaide, uh, I worked for uh, um, Young and Rubicum. They had the had the account,
1: ah, thank you for correcting that okay, so and you you suffered a stroke um when you were in your late forties, which set you back and made things quite tricky for you, yeah. so after some time recovering from that, you took a step into publishing your own book called "Sell Your Own Home Kit."
0: Yes, I was uh, uh, had uh, had the experience of, uh, of using a, uh, an estate agent um, for for selling my my own Melbourne home, in uh, in George Street, Melbourne. Uh, and I was wasn't very happy with him, and uh, and uh, his everything, every he did it was a benefit to him, and and. Uh, Nothing, nothing, uh, no, no benefit for the client.
1: So uh, you decided to to do something about that?
0: That's correct.
1: So um, how long did it take you to write that book or that kit?
0: Oh, about uh, six months. Mm-hmm. Um, it, was, it was checked out uh, for literals um, by... Uh, someone who was very well aware of of uh, of the uh, of the real estate real estate system and all the, all the things that kind of, uh, they're necessary to do.
1: Now um, that was probably ahead of its time, wasn't it? Because if you look at the market, people are selling their own homes now. That's a very common thing to do to sell your own home. Yeah. And if you look on the internet, you'll see a number of sites that help you to do that. But yeah. at the time, were there many people who took interest in this in this concept of selling their own home?
0: I think at the time, no, I was the only one. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yes, it was a strange idea, perhaps in the yeah. in the seventies and early eighties, but now it's a very common idea. So, um, you were. A, Quite ahead of the times, there.
0: I'm very happy. That is, uh, it is common, common, commonly, commonly used now because uh, um, uh, something something ridiculous amount of money goes to the state agent.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, now I wanted to ask you about driverless cars. That's something that's on the horizon as well, and I wondered about: Do you think people would miss driving a car and the, the experience of driving if if we get reach that?
0: I don't know. I, I think I would, um, but I, I suppose we'll eventually fall into it. Yes. Um, um, but um, I don't know whether whether we will we'll enjoy it not. Enjoy I think people like to to do things in a car uh, and, but they don't that they, they don't have to do it any longer
1: and what what did you like most about the driving experience when you were driving a car?
0: What do I like most about driving a car um, uh, the uh, the knowledge um i can display uh uh when you when you drive a car uh you've got to show uh, uh that you know what to do what you're doing and uh the speed i a very 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 important vector um and you've got to be able to judge. Um, fairly accurately the, uh, the speed which which you can do different things.
1: Yes, yeah, so judgment is a big part of driving, isn't it? Well, I think that that's brought us to the end of the things that I wanted to cover. Is there anything that you wanted to add about your memories from your time in the motoring industry and, and um, your experiences with... With journalism in in the industry,
0: not, not really. I mean, I've I've got uh, I still, yeah, yeah, I got I into the uh, into the uh, Australian Motor Trader uh, which, uh, and myself and Bill Lang mm-hmm. um, and Sir Lawrence Hartland, um three, three of us uh, decided that. Um, that uh, um uh, the, uh, the states uh, uh went w- w- were properly represented um uh, to the to the to the buyer uh, uh to the sellers of the cars and the national national um uh, organization printed, uh, ma- which made made the the advertising uh, or the way of advertising of the of the, of the product uh, could be a lot cheaper by using a uh, using one one journal instead of a dozen. Uh, that's all. Mm.
1: Which um, which would have made it a lot easier for people who were wanting to buy cars. Yeah. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of this podcast. So, on on behalf of Gavin, I'd just like to say thank you for your time today and.